Hello and welcome to The Encounter, the radio outreach of True Vision Christian Community. Join us for online worship Sundays at 12 o'clock p.m. on Facebook and YouTube. You can learn more about us at www.truevisionlakeshire.org or connect with us on Facebook and Instagram. You can also contact us by phone at 740-277-1780 or by email at admin at truevisionlakeshire.org. We pray you are blessed by today's broadcast. Good morning, everyone, and welcome to The Encounter, the radio broadcast of True Vision Christian Community. My name is Bishop Castle Green, and I'm honored and privileged to serve as the lead pastor of TVCC alongside my wife, Pastor Rachel Green. Um, today, we'll serve as our last episode for a while. We're going to be taking a um, hiatus. Um, we are currently working to rebuild our ministry, and we're, we want to have some time to really focus in and focus deep on what God is calling us to do in the season. And also, we want to make sure that we're able to do this in excellence and do this right for you. Thank you to all of you who have been listening to this program, who have been ministered to by this program. Our ultimate goal to, when, we, when we embarked on this journey a year ago was to minister to our region and minister to our area. And I'm happy to say that we have done that and we're continuing to do that. Don't worry, the church is closing. We're just re we're regrouping and rebuilding. Our prayers that we'll be able to come back to um, the airwaves as soon as possible. But we want to leave you with one last message. There's a message I preached in 2020 called, Shh, I'm in the secret place. And it really speaks to where we are now. So I want to present that message to you. But before that, we're going to have a little bit of praise and worship from my album, Songs from the Journey Part 1. The song is actually based on Psalms 91. And the song is entitled, I Just Want You. So I pray you're ministered to by our worship and then the word of God that will come after it. And say this. Never want to leave this place. Never want to leave this state of mind. Never want to leave this place. Under your wings, I'll hide. I say, I just want you.
if I have nothing but still have you, I'll be okay. If I have nothing but still have you, I'll be okay. If I have no one but still have you, I'll be okay. The presence that is in this room right now, I remember this room feeling like this a year ago when we recorded that song in here, that the presence of God that is in this room right now, God, I pray, I ask that it becomes a part of us as we take in this word and then even as we go out our separate ways later that it becomes a part of who we are. Lord God, I come against any demonic attack, any division, anything that will try to suppress, oppress, or destroy everything that that's going to be said today because god i feel like you're about to shift us lord god anoint my voice as i speak lord god anoint my whole body leave me back at the house and let your glory speak volumes through me god we break up the hard ground the fallow ground and turn to the rich soil so that this word may be seeds of righteousness in jesus name amen amen turn with me to songs 91 
This is not going to be a long message. But I feel like there needs there's a deposit that's going that needs to be released in the room today. And we've been in the series as a, and we've been actually in a consecration since Ash Wednesday. And we're going until Good Friday, so there's over 40 days. It's like, I'm doing 40 days. We're doing like 47. But, but we're going to, on a journey. And, and it's called Ascend. That God is taking us to a higher place. So we started out last week with, with, with the title message. And I preached from Psalms 24, and the theme scripture has been, Who shall ascend to the hill of the Lord? Who will stand in his holy place? So we talk about what it took to go up the mountain. <clears throat> because it's not just your everyday mountain. The mountain they're talking about in the scripture is the mountain of Zion or Sion. And that was the whole, that was literally the, the dwelling place of God. So it took you being clean. It took you being whole. And as we ascend the hill, as we go up the mountain, the ascent is not easy. As we walk this Christian walk out and try to live a life that is of holiness, it seems like everything tries to rise up and mount up against us. And, we're, and we walk in wounded. I remember when, we, when I first walked in here in December of 2018, I was a broken man. I was like, I don't know if we're going to do this. I just came in because God, God, God kept telling me, you're about to have a relationship with this church. I'm like, I don't know who this man is. He don't know who I am. But when I walked in here, God, God showed and revealed to me that this was a place of rest for me. Remember what I said to you after that first service I was here? I said, this is the one of the few places in Lancaster I feel safe. It's crazy. This is one of the few places in Lancaster that I felt safe. And we're dealing with situations in our lives and in our churches and everything that's going on right now where the darts and the, we, are, we are wounded warriors, but we have no place to recover. So the title of this message is, Shh, I'm in the secret place. I'm in the secret place. And we're going to live in this chapter today. So the, so the word of the Lord says this. I'm reading from the Christian standard. The one who lives under the protection of the Most High dwells on, in the shadow of the Almighty. I will say concerning the Lord, who is my refuge and my fortress, my God in whom I trust. He himself will rescue you from the bird trap, from the destructive plague. He will cover you with his feathers. He will take refuge under his wings. His faithfulness will be like a protective shield. You will not fear the terror of night, the arrow that flies by day, the plague that stalks in darkness, or the pestilence that ravages at noon. Though a thousand shall fall at your side and ten thousand at your right hand, the pestilence will not reach you. You will only see with your eyes the witness and witness the punishment of the wicked. Because you have made the Lord my refuge, the most high your dwelling place. Everybody say dwelling place. 
No harm will come to you. No plague will come near your tent, for he will give his angels orders concerning you to protect you in all your ways. They will support you with their hands so that you will not strike your foot against the stone. You will tread on the lion and the cobra. You will trample the young lion and the serpent. Because he has his heart set on me, I will deliver him. I will protect him because he knows my name. When he calls out to me, I will answer him. I will be with him in trouble. I will, res I will rescue him and give him honor. I will satisfy him with a long life and show my salvation. We make the, out the concept of the secret place mm, as some mystical figure. This literally is this mystical place that you go into and you sit there. But what God has been speaking to me is that that the reason why we've been here for the past year, because because he had to take us out of the seen place and put us in 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 fellowship and communion with him once again. That we have to be taken out of promise because we had a nice building. We could have stayed there for as long as we needed to. But there were things going on both in front of and behind the scenes that, that, that we were wounded and we were bleeding. But God said, let me take you to the outskirts of the city. Let me take you away from, from, from the noise for a second. Let me take you away from they, that people have to find you so I can minister to you. So that I could protect you. So that you can find rest. So that you can find rest for your soul. The secret place when it comes to God is literally, is literally seated in his arms, seated in his protection. And I talked about this last night when I preached that we sexualize intimacy in the church and we need to stop doing that. That we think of of a relationship with our, with God as a romance. Now, granted, there might be some aspects of that, but our relationship is is God as father and child. Theo loves loves to snuggle at night. So 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 when when my wife puts him to bed, he'll be like. He knows how he knows the deal. All right, so after we pray, I go downstairs. <coughs> he gets to snuggle with mommy for ten minutes, unless he's being a little curmudgeon. And you know he'll snuggle and everything, and you no, know, he'll nestle in and get comfortable, and then eventually he'll fall asleep. With daddy, it's a little bit different because daddy's like, daddy got stuff to do. I gotta clean the kitchen. I wanna make sure the house is ready for mommy to get home. And he goes, daddy, snuggle. If he's, especially if he's tired, he's like, Daddy, snuggle. So I don't ignore the kid. I'm like, okay, turn off the lights. Come on, sit in my lap. And he'll sit there and he'll lay his head on my chest. And he'll just sit there. Me being me, I lose track of time. I'm like, oh, it's 20 minutes. By that time, he's sleeping. Because he knows that in the arms of daddy, that daddy's not going to let anything happen to him. Daddy's not going to let the daddy's not going to let the dinosaurs come in. 
Daddy is going to keep him safe, keep him covered. But we've been living in a concept of a of a very best was it's been a, 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 a depraved intimacy in the church where we see God as our lover, but not as our father. And the thing is, if a lover, there's a difference between a lover and a spouse. A lover, you expect heartbreak at the end. You expect, you know, to be all hot and passionate in the beginning. And yes, you know, woo, loving, yeah. And then as soon as someone does something, or as soon as one of the parties does something that gets on your nerve, oh, I'm out. But God is a father that no matter what happens to you, like Theo could still, Theo could do the most heinous thing. Yeah, he's going to go sit under that jail, but I'm still going to love him. I'm still going to care for him. That's the secret That's the place where you can actually hear from God. The problem is that we have become a, such a culture of hustle and bustle that we, we run, but we don't hear. We run. We do. I'm guilty of that. We run and we do, but we don't hear. We're trying to go up this mountain. <coughs> We're trying to get to the place where God is. But the issue is we don't know what to do when we get up there. The place of worship. I told y'all this is going to be short. I'm actually almost done. The place of worship is a place of conversation. The place of worship is a place of conversation. What do you mean by that, guys? When we praise God, we talk about him, and, and talking about him creates the mercy seat where he is enthroned. But worship turns the conversation to him where we can sit at his feet, and we speak to him, but he also speaks to us. Like in the chapter, we were speaking, we were speaking about him, but then he turned around and responded. The secret place allows for the response to happen. It creates a conversation back and forth as one speaks, the other responds. And it, oh, it's a beautiful thing. But the, but the thing is, we have to get back. We have to get back on the lap of our father, get back to that place of intimacy and just, like Theo says, snuggle. The secret place is a fortress, it's a protection. We've left ourselves vulnerable because we've been afraid of what that protection looks like. We can have we can have all the gifts of the spirit. We can we can you know shout and, and huck a buck and do all that stuff. But if we do not have intimacy, that's the best thing. If we have no intimacy, if there is no friendship. If there's no connection, I'm grateful for my wife. 
as you can see, I have no notes. We're just going. We've been together for six years and married for five. Yeah, we hit the six-year mark. High five. Bam. <laughs> and our relationship, that's my friend. We don't, it's not, we don't get to talk to each other a lot because we're working and crossing over and doing all this stuff. But I know we are connected. We have that, in, there's, a, in, there's that intimacy. It's not just about a, a bedroom and all that stuff. Intimacy is we know each other. Warts and all, and we love each other through it. God desires the same relationship with us that we know, that you know him, that you know how, how he moves that you know how he thinks, that you are, you can anticipate him. She can literally, y'all been watching the anticipation happen. She can literally anticipate me. Same thing with my sister. We practically grew up in the same house, so she can read me. And it's not just because of brother and sister. It's because we're friends. We have relationship with one another. Let me tell you about our relationship with our mother. We could anticipate our mother. We sang with her so much, we knew where she was going to go based on the posture of her body. <coughs> See? Anticipating. <laughs> we, knew where she, we knew where she was going to go vocally based on the run that she did. We could look at her and tell if she was tired if one of us needed to tack in for her. Then she'd look at us and be like, no, I got it. We'd be like, okay, all right, you grown. You grown. The same thing with my relationship with my pastor. I've, he's been my pastor all of my life. I'm able to look at him. I can tell how service is going to flow based on how he walks into a room. I can tell what he's, what he's doing as he's playing guitar because he's one of the best guitar players I've ever heard in my life. I'm not being biased. It's true. So they, so I, so we've done worship. I've watched him with my mom. I've, I've been on the praise team while him and my mom would were, were be interacting, going back and forth. So when it was my turn, I knew exactly what to do because I had relationship and relationship also included one hour meetings, turning into four hour meetings, calling him whenever him popping up at the hospital when I'm just getting randomly checked or, or, and I called him and said, hey, there's, been a comp there's something going on with Theo's birth. Can you get up here? He did not flinch. He came up. That's intimacy. We take for granted the fact that we can call on God and he shows up. We take for granted the fact that we know him. What does the Bible say? Coming to me. All you are heavy laden, I will, give, I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn of me, for I am meek and lowly at heart. That's intimacy. That's the secret place. Come unto me, and I will give you rest. Not only will I give you rest, I will teach you my ways. Let's go back to me, to, to me and Theo. This morning, Theo taught me something I didn't know he knew how to do. He knows how to clean out the lint fil filter in the dryer. He's really good at it. He's very thorough. So Rachel had to get ready, and I said, you know what? I got to get ready, too. How about I take him? She was like, what? It really happens on a Sunday. Like, I'll take him downstairs and get ready with me. <coughs> so, as we were getting ready, he 
he knows he can come that when daddy's downstairs and when mommy's downstairs he can come to the basement the basement's my hideout like if if to me the secret place is literally like the basement of our house i can go down there i can put my feet up i can play five hours of city skylines and make a whole city make it bankrupt put money back in and all that stuff in a matter of minutes I can, I can read, I can work on stuff, but that's my spot. And, you know, I used to get frustrated when he would come down because I'd be in mid-thought and, Daddy, I'm coming! Daddy, Daddy! Yes, Rita. Daddy, Daddy, sit, move. <laughs> sit next to me. Or he'll go grab the other controller while I'm in the middle of a game. And he's like, ooh, I'm and he starts playing the game like he's me. Kid is, kid's been sneak reading. I, I, I think he knows how to read by now. But he's sitting there playing the game like it's me, and it's throwing me off because he's hitting buttons. I'm like, I'm trying to make the road go this way, and he keeps pausing. But he's learning. But he's also at a place of rest. He's able to sit. Like, he's able to sit. Sit next to Daddy. Guess who picked out the song list for today? Theo. Because you know what he did? Well, I was sitting there, I was about to pick out the songs, and we're standing there, and we're just looking through my OneDrive, looking at the videos. He said, that one. Daddy, do that one. Kid, I'm still recovering. I don't care. Do it. <laughs> we literally sat there and picked out the song list for today. Because he knew what a secret place was. He knew, he knew where the secret place was. Do you know what the, where the secret place is for you? If you know, have you tapped into it lately? Part of the issues that we're having in, right now as, as a country, as a, as a religion, as a people, that people are not tapping into the secret place. They're not hearing from God on things. They're just making decisions out of fear. God has not given us the spirit of fear, but what? Love, power, and a sound mind. That means you that, that means you have love and compassion. That through that love and compassion, you have the power of the Holy Spirit. And through that love and the power of the Holy Spirit, you have wisdom. It makes sense. If it doesn't make if you're listening to someone that doesn't make sense, have they been in a secret place? Have they rested in the presence of God? I know for me, by virtue of my job, I have really long commutes. So guess what I get to do? Lately, I've been turn I used to turn on, turn on podcasts and stuff. I've been turning the podcasts off and I'll listen to some music. Lately, I've been listening to my own stuff because it's really been ministering to me. It's kind of weird. But I'm able to sit in that car for at least 40 minutes and tap into the secret place. There have been points in my life to where, and I'm, I'm an introvert, so people drain me. But if I'm in a large group of people, I can go into myself and say, okay, God, I, while I'm dealing with all this, I need you to speak to me. I need to connect with you. So my prayer for all of us is this. As we prepare to move forward. Quit sacrificing intimacy for what you want. 
especially in the season that we're walking into right now, you better be you better be tapped in to the place that again. Thank you, you so much for your support during this year and listening to the encounter. Don't worry. If you want to hear our messages, we will still be posting to our podcast. Just search true vision, Christian community on any podcast app and we will pop up. Don't forget to subscribe to us and don't worry. We will be back. I promise you that we will be back on behalf of the congregation of true vision, Christian community. Thank you so much and go in peace knowing that you're loved. God bless you. Thank you for joining us for today's broadcast of The Encounter. If you'd like to hear this message in its entirety, as well as our current messages, search True Vision Christian Community on your favorite podcast app and listen for free. If you'd like to support our ministry financially, you can give online at www.truevisionlegister.org or by mail at 117 West Main Street, Suite 110 E, Lakester, Ohio, 43130. We hope you join us online Sunday at noon or next week right here on your local station. Go in peace, knowing that you're loved.